Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Top Realtors in Connecticut. I'm on with uh, Kathy Rosini Lapierre from uh, Laza Properties. Kathy has extensive experience in the real estate industry. She'll be helping buyers and sellers navigate through the complex world of buying and selling real estate. So thank you so much for being on this show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be invited. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask you, in this uh, market that is so hot and uh, people might think like, oh, I want to sell my house. I can do it on my own. What are the benefits of working with an agent versus going? So starting from the visibility, um, a private homeowner can certainly list their home on Zillow or list it on uh, another public site, but realtors have access to the MLS, which is the multiple listing service. So that gives you access to thousands of realtors throughout the state of Connecticut. Um, so you have access to a much larger audience by going through realtors. Um, it is a hot market. It is a crazy market. Getting a buyer for your home is the easy part. But mm. what you pay a realtor for is their experience in um, the surprises that happen along the way. So negotiating a contract, maybe you have some things to figure out after inspections. They're asking you for repairs or money back or um, other things that they might want done after a home inspection. So having a realtor means you have an advocate in your corner um, because everybody doesn't always play nice when it comes to money. And so you want to have somebody who knows the ins and outs of a real estate transaction from beginning to end. So while you could, most people probably could get a buyer or two on their own. Um, having a real estate agent gives you some experience mm. in your corner. Um, greater visibility for marketing. You have some protection when it comes to legal documents. You, um, most people only sell a couple of houses in their lifetime. So until you have several hundred transactions under your belt, <laughs> uh, the typical seller isn't going to know the difference between somebody who comes forward with an offer that's FHA versus an offer that's conventional versus an offer that's cash. What are the pros and cons of each one? Um, so, you know, you're, you're paying a realtor. Everybody says, oh, you get paid so much money, but you're really paying for the years of experience that we have invested in this, um, in right. this industry, you know? Plus, plus also if you, you'll probably sell the house for more than what uh, the owner thinks that it's worth. And that way you actually made him money in the transaction rather than. There's another piece to it. They say that people who hire a realtor get 10 to 12% more than yeah. selling it on your own. Um, and there's a few reasons for that. You know, we, we do know what is more valuable to buyers and what to highlight and sometimes where to go to get the people um, 
to get the people to make the offer higher. You know, we'll do open houses, we'll do um, advertising. I even took a huge poster mm -hmm. to a local when when the, before COVID hit, when things were not as crazy. I actually designed a marketing poster and took it to a local event in town to sell a house so that people knew this house was up for sale because it was very rural and we didn't get a lot of traffic for an open house. So I brought the house to an event in town to say, hey, you know, this is what we have for sale. So your realtor is going to probably earn you more money than you would earn on your own. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that was nice, a nice example of uh, um, what you just said there on making the poster. Uh, what does set your real estate services apart from others in the industry? So we are a unique little brokerage uh, that kind of happened organically. Oh. My broker is a very good friend of mine, and she became a broker because she and her husband were rehabbing homes. They don't like the word flip because that implies that it's quick and dirty. Right. Um, and she takes a lot of pride in what she does. So she and her husband have rehabbed with love about 40 homes. Wow. So uh, she got her broker's license to save her the uh, commissions on, you know, buying and selling. And Eventually, she talked me into going to get my license. She said, I was a school teacher formerly. Oh, wow. And she said, you would enjoy this. You would be very good at it. And she was right. I, I enjoy it very much. And I, I believe I'm very good at it. And um, so it was just the two of us. And then we had another young lady and young woman uh, ask to join us. So we are a small boutique brokerage of three. Yeah. But the tools that we have, uh, I kind of feel like we are the whole package because you get the whole team, no matter which one of us you hire. Um, so having Laura as part of my team, when I take a buyer out to see a house and in this market, buyers are. There's so little to choose from that sometimes they have to make decisions and settle for a house they don't love. But she can walk through it with me and say, you know, I could see this, you know, this wall is not a, a load bearing wall. We could take this wall down and you could open up the kitchen into the living room or we'll walk through and she'll be able to tell us that the furnace maybe while it looks a little older, it's still got another good 10 years on it. Mm. Um, so we've got some experience behind us. She also has staging materials and she has an excellent eye for design so if your home is a little older and we're going to put it on the market uh, but we want to freshen it up a little bit she can come in and make some suggestions uh, our third agent is Caitlin and uh, her husband is a handyman so he also has some skills when it comes to things like that so um, you know we want to go list your house and it needs some freshening up uh, Caitlin's husband can get some of the little uh, small stuff addressed for you. He could even redo a bathroom if you really wanted wow. to spend the money before you listed. Mm. So we are a very personal uh, boutique brokerage and you get a lot of 
bang for your buck. So whether you're buying or selling, we have a lot of things that we can offer to help it bring you more money or to get more for your dollar when you go out to spend it. Nice. Wow. That, that is great to have the whole team. With yeah. Um, what, what do you believe that are the current trends in today's market and how do they affect uh, buyers and sellers? So um, we try to stay on top of what's happening. So I listen to a lot of uh, the top brains in the industry, you know, on podcasts such as yours mm -hmm. and listen to what's going on. And the, the anticipation is for the next 18 months, I don't think we're going to see any rapid drops in prices or values. So people that are worried that they're spending so much money and that all of a sudden it's going to tank That's not the prediction for the market right now. So the money that you're spending is probably going to hold steady. Um, so there are it's a supply and demand issue. So there is still a lot more buyers than there are homes for sale. Right. But the good news is, for example, um, my personal home is in Newington. So our office is in Newington. And for the past several months, there have been single digits of listings. So six, eight houses on any given day. This morning, there were 14. Oh. So I think the first part of the year, people were very concerned and watching and waiting to see what's happened. And I think there's been a delay to our typical spring market. And it is my hope That things will start to move a little bit more. Typically, summer is a little bit quieter, but there is a group of buyers and sellers that want to make that transition before the school year starts for their children and their families. So I think it was just a little bit of a delay this year because we were waiting to see what was going to happen. And now that it's been sort of the same for six months, I think people are feeling like, well, It's not going to change real quick. Let's just bite the bullet. We need more bedrooms or we need a bigger yard or whatever it is that they're looking for. I think people are finally saying, all right, we're going to go ahead and, and sell our home and try to find a bigger one. Right. Um, so I think it's going to be kind of more of the same for at least another year. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I, We're learning how to navigate it. We're still all hopeful that the interest rates will come down a little bit. And I think some of the um, money people are saying that's a possibility. People have to remember that 3.5% is not a typical interest rate. Right. We got a little bit spoiled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was, it, it was unheard of. It's almost like free money when you buy a house. Right. So, you know, people are waiting for that to happen again. And I'm, I'm not confident that we will see that again. For example, I bought in 2006 and the yeah. interest rate was 7% and that right. was normal. Yeah. And my parents bought at double digits, 12 or 13%, and that was normal. So, I, you know, people are finally realizing that, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 5% is probably where we should be. And that's typical. Right. So. I think we're inching down towards that. And I think it is coming. 
Um, but, you know, the buyers are realizing that the market kind of is what it is right now. And if they need to move and there's there's a percentage of them that either need to get out of, you know, they're older and they don't need two stories anymore. They want to have a one floor home or you have families that have grown beyond what their current house is. Um, you know, there are still people that have to buy and sell. So I think the market will still be moving forward. Nice, nice. Um, what are the top factors uh, you think that are to consider when buying a home? So the old expression is location, location, location. And that still is very true today. Um, while there is less to choose from, you don't want to buy the house that is not going to hold its value because right next door is an industrial zone right. um, or uh, I don't know. I don't want to be, um, I don't want to be negative about anything, but you know, <laughs> you want to pick a location that, that works for your family in relation to how close you are to work. Um, maybe the school systems are important to you. So you should do a little bit of homework on that. Um, you know, um, what else? You know, if restaurants are important to you, see what the nightlife is like in the town that you're looking in. So location is definitely important. I think with the explosion of HGTV that everybody is paying attention to, they know enough to check the roof, um, the mechanicals of a house, the windows, what are the ages of those things? So how much is it going to cost you to um, either repair any of those things or replace any of those things if they need them? And those are just normal wear and tear things on a home. So you should expect to be responsible for some of those. But if they're at the very end of their life, um, you know, you have to walk in being aware of that. Put in the budget. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So kind of keep that in mind. Right. Um, what can people do in order to uh, increase, like I'm a seller, how can I increase the value of a property before selling? That's an excellent question. So um, the cheapest and fastest way to improve your home when you go to sell it would definitely be paint. That is the cheapest and most effective way to change how a house feels when you walk into it. So while everybody doesn't love agreeable gray that is a color that works for almost everything it's kind yeah. of a topi stone it and it will be influenced by what you put around it so it could look a little more gray if you put it next to white if you put it next to other gray it may look a little more like stone um, but neutrals definitely neutrals um, curb appeal is important so take a look at your yard and see you know if you didn't live there would you want to live there? Does it have appealing landscaping? Are the shutters faded? Do you need a new roof? Uh, the garage doors are dinged. What are the things that you could fix that would make it somebody want to come inside? Um, what else? What else would I recommend? Obviously, the kitchens and the baths are really big for people. Um, those are typically the reasons somebody buys a house or doesn't buy a house. But those are also the most expensive rooms. Most to expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you know, you're, you're not going to get a hundred percent. You could get a hundred percent back. People have put a lot of value into their kitchens. And if, and if you spend the money, you will probably see a higher return on the house when you list it. So um, it is money well spent, but not everybody has that in pocket, you know, to do right away before you sell the house. Um, you know, you could update by painting the cabinets or changing out the hardware and freshening it up a little bit. But that's definitely where I would put my money. Paint, landscaping, and maybe some freshening up of kitchens and baths. Smart, smart. That doesn't sound right. Sound right without like tearing them apart completely. Just right. All freshen up can make, go a big difference. Right. Yeah. Um, right. How can people tell if if a property that they're buying is a good investment? So a a good way to evaluate a home is to look at the neighborhood. Right. You it still holds true. You don't want to be the most expensive house on the street because there will be nothing to compare to. Um, but you also have to enjoy living there. So if your house is the only one on the street that has two stories and it also has a pool, but that's what's important to you and you're going to be there for 10 or 20 years, it's worth the money. You know, you you get what you pay for most of the time. Um, but to tell what, again, a good realtor will help you determine if the house is worth what you're paying for it because they can run comparisons. We tend to get into, into slang, you know, we'll run comps for you, but comparables and see what else sold within a half mile of that house or within a mile of that house. Are there other homes the same size who are in that price range? And then you take into consideration, does it have hardwood floors or is it all carpeted? Um, does it still have popcorn ceiling or is it all been updated? Um, Again, those are the reasons that you hire a realtor because they can help you gauge the value of the home that you want to put money down on because it will be probably the biggest investment for most people. This will be where you spend your most money. Right. True. Um, what are some uh, common mistakes that buyers and sellers make that you see that uh, people can avoid? Well, the very first one would be doing either without a real estate agent. <laughs> um, you know, trying to do it on your own is tough, um, but it happens. Um, but then let's see, what would be another big mistake? Um, oh, gosh. Um, they don't make mistakes with you. That's the thing. <laughs> that, there you go. That's a good save. I like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and again, that's that's primarily our job as realtors. I have a financial responsibility, an ethical responsibility to my buyers and my sellers to protect your money. So that's what I sign when I go for my license. So I do feel like we try to prevent those mistakes. Um, very early on in my career, when I was a brand new agent, and um, my very first transaction was for a good friend of mine who waited for me to get my license till they started shopping for a house. And they bought a beautiful home. And 
I did not pay enough attention to the disclosures, which is what you, you fill out and you tell them what's staying with the house, what's going with the house, what needs work done. And there was a beautiful chandelier in the foyer that left when the sellers left. And I felt so guilty about it because it was a pretty piece in the house and it made, it had this huge foyer and because the sellers had written it down, they took the chandelier with them. And my, you know, my friends did not get this pretty, pretty light fixture that was there. So, you know, you have to pay attention to those details and make sure that you know what you're getting when you buy the home. Nowadays, most of the time people leave behind the washer, the dryer, uh, the dishwasher, but if you don't pay attention, it's possible they're going to take all those things out, but they have to put it in writing before you, they're supposed to put it in writing before you, you know, sign any contracts. So pay attention to those details. And maybe if you're doing it on your own, you don't know any better to ask those questions. And all of a sudden, all the appliances are gone. And there's another $10,000 that you have to spend on a pocket that you didn't know you were going to have to do. Well, um... You get what you pay for. And if you don't pay, then probably you'll make a mistake that's going to cost you. And professionals yes. get paid for a reason, right? Correct. Correct. I like to think that I'm, I'm good value for my money. Perfect. Perfect. Plus, when, when, when it's going the right way, it's, it's not an expense. Actually, you're saving money. If you're underpricing your house on your own, then you just basically wasted money and you don't have the help that you need. You know, to I agree. Production. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This is great. This has been very informative. So my final question is, is basically if anybody wants to connect with you or if anyone is thinking of buying or selling a house, what is the best way for them to do so? I would love for them to reach out. Um, it, it's probably easiest just to give me a call. Um, my cell number is 860-982-2975. Um, I am Kathy Moves Connecticut on social media. So you could find me on Facebook, on Instagram, um, or Kathy at LazaProperties.com is my email address. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much uh, for being on this show. It's been an honor to have you. Well, again, I, I appreciate being asked and um, I look forward to the responses. So I'm happy to answer any other questions down the road. Perfect. Thank you so much, Kathy. Have a lovely Thank you. Day. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too.